0: to uh the show oh, that's it uh, so, yeah
1: thrilled to be here <laughs> are you though <there? laughs> yeah absolutely yeah it's pretty <laughs> exciting it's you know, the talk of the town so yeah yeah
0: okay um so you've been playing super coach for a long time now right
1: yeah on and off i had a couple of years off uh sort of got back into it maybe five years ago
0: yeah okay uh,
1: so I look I, I started back in the uh, the old Fox Sports days to be honest so that was a long yeah. time ago
0: when there was um, there was a separate there was a Fox Sports and a Daily Telegraph kind of comp, right? yeah that's emerged.
1: right yeah and yeah, so yeah. the yeah the Fox Fox Sports one had uh you know the the prices really didn't uh, they didn't you know it didn't fluctuate as much as Supercoach does now so it wasn't as much of a sort of salary cap game um so it, it was it was a bit of fun more than, you know, didn't really think about it too much. It was one of those where you sort of tend to forget about it halfway through the year.
0: Yeah. I, I actually, yeah, I remember playing that as well. Back in the days of, like, Michael Luck and...
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. And, but... and that was,
1: you know, that was before Teamless Tuesday and that sort of thing as well. So it was... uh a lot Was of... it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That only so, started, you know, relatively recently. So, so
0: when were the Teamless announced?
1: Oh, I could not remember. Like yeah right. My mind's Crazy. Yeah, I can't, I don't, don't yeah, I can't remember
0: easy. back in those days what I used to do either. That's a long time ago now.
1: Yeah, that's a different world. <laughs> a simpler time. <laughs> a simpler time exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, anyway, um, so you're in uh, the head-to-head league that I'm now back in after a couple a few years hiatus.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I actually had a I had a win over friend of the show James Poulos, this week. So.
0: Oh, very great. good. Yeah. You'll love that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be honest, I think he had a he had a few guys out, so it was a it was a. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know. A
1: bit of a default win, almost. But yeah, we'll take it. I need the points. So,
0: and and like me, you're a long suffering Tigers fan.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, uh, a Tigers nihilist. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I I would be happy to convert this to just an hour of Tigers nihilism. To be honest, <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah, it's ruined our lives. To be honest. <laughs>
0: Uh, I have to say uh, I've probably said this on the show before so it maybe it's boring but like I'm finding it quite hard to really get into the Tigers at the moment.
1: Oh yeah, I hear you. Apathy is set in in a big way I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Since Tedesco left yeah. it's yeah. been quite challenging because we've just and like I thought I was pretty uh, bullish I guess again, about Michael Maguire maybe able, able to turn things around Yeah, and this year with Dan Laurie at fullback. I thought maybe that'll
1: help. Yeah, but yeah, and look, this, yeah, that's that's it. Like even the games they've won, there's been some, you know, there's some pretty, um, pretty sketchy stuff on display. So yeah, I, ugh, mate, it's it's tough. It's a tough watch. And you know, this week we got the uh, the storm up up at on, on the Sunshine Coast. That, that like we could lose two hundred nil in that game. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: yeah. Well, there's some, there's, there's some big games, and like in terms of Super Coach, you know, captains and stuff like that. Yeah. There's some there's some games that just look like could be absolute absolute spankings, and a big big part of this round is going to be picking which one actually um, actually ends up in that big spanking, right? Like, yeah, exactly. I think I think Manly could put fifty on the Gold Coast, Souths are yeah. you know being touted to put fifty on the Broncos, yeah. Um, but it doesn't always happen.
1: Yeah, you know, that,
0: that that game where Penrith were playing the Bulldogs, and yeah. everyone was just like, "Oh, it's going to be a hundred nil." Yeah, and it and it didn't really pan out that way.
1: No, well, didn't Dogs have like a thirty-eight or forty start or something? Something, something ridiculous. Yeah,
0: something ridiculous. It was like the highest start in history. Yeah. It was like thirty-five yeah. point start, and they ended up winning by twenty or something. I think.
1: But, yeah.
0: yeah, but for a long time, there was not much in it. The Panthers looked yeah. really kind of, you know. They felt like they just had to walk on the field to win the game, Turn which up, can often yeah. happen when, you know, they're, they're, they're given, what like they just think they're such big favourites. And then yeah, everyone talks oh. them up all week.
1: And they, they'd won, at that stage, they'd won, you know, 200 games in a row. So I can understand, <laughs> you know, complacency setting in to, to an extent. And they still won by 20. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so, how's your season going? You said you're kind of battling for some <clears> wins.
1: Yeah. Look, I feel like I've been sort of one step behind um all the way you know just was a bit late you know getting on I, I had a bit of bad luck I was gonna say I was a, I was a bit late on getting on David for for example um but yeah look I had um had this plan lined up where I was I brought in for Noel Blake early in the year for, and I was gonna have ride him for a couple of weeks and upgrade him to I forget who it was Anyway, it doesn't matter. And he got injured after six minutes or something like that, and he got like three <laughs> points. So he actually lost money. So it just stuffed me up in, you know, doubly so. Um, but yeah, and you know, I missed the Sam Walker train. I missed Nico Hines and all that sort of stuff. So how
0: did you oh. miss Nico Hines?
1: Oh, mate, look, there's a lot going on. In... <laughs> I've got a young <laughs> child and works tough, and I'm, I'm just searching for excuses. But yeah, so there was it's one. Like, there was... I
0: picked up Nico Hines at like 550k. Yeah. But, but yeah. like at that point were you like, Oh, he's too much now, I've missed a boat. Is that well, what I, happened? Or Yeah,
1: and I thought I thought Pappenhausen was gonna come back in and th- that week where you know, he he played what was it Magic Round where he played and got knocked yeah, out got after twenty minutes out. or something. And um anyway, it look, it's 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 a sad tale. It's a lot of uh I think I'm bringing over the uh the Tiger's nihilism to his supercoach, which is uh not ideal, but um, <laughs> Like, it's not going too bad, like especially with head to head. Yeah, I actually won that league last year just because I got into the eight and had a good run at the end. And you know, last year was a, it was a weird year anyway because um, because of you know COVID interrupted it and all that sort of thing. So the last few weeks, the the final we had, you know, both teams had you know were struggling to put. A team together, it was ridiculous. It was it was a waste of time. Yeah,
0: because been... there was there were no buys last year, so that yeah, exactly. All the good teams rested all their players last. I end mean, yeah. in that last round. Yeah, yeah, I had like half a team playing that big.
2: My yeah, season it was... was already
0: shot by that point. But yeah,
1: yeah, it was totally ridiculous. It was it was uh, it was not a fitting end. But anyway, look, I'll take it. But um yeah, so yeah, so Nico Hines and all that sort of stuff. Those you know the. The players of, of note and all that sort of thing I, I've missed. I, I was on. Um, you're i are still pe- putting
0: putting up some big scores week to week. So yeah,
1: I feel like I've got lucky with some good scores. So via luck, you know, I'd, I'd be going into a weekend thinking, "Oh God, I'm in trouble here," and end up with you know fourteen hundred. So yeah.
0: Okay. Um, um, so now I guess you're mostly head to head. Yes. You know, we've got a pretty expensive cash league, and your overall rankings not not super crash hot.
1: Yeah, let's let's not uh, let's not mention that. So, <laughs> um, but I'm pretty
0: interested in in hearing kind of your your perspective on a few players that we can talk about tonight. Given yep. given that you're mostly head to head, because in a lot of ways, I think that you know overall players really planning for the for the buys in this case the, the round seventeen buy that we're about to go into. Yeah, it can spew your perspective a bit. We kind of we over. Estimate perhaps the the impact of that buy. I mean, you've got to have some decent numbers, but you know we overlook really good players potentially or really good options just just to you know have an extra number or two. And now yeah. we're at the, the stage of the season where trades are running out, and you're really trying to set your, your team up the long term. You don't really have the well, certainly I don't have the trades to be you know getting in rubbish players around seventeen and then to, like getting rid of them again.
1: Well, that's it. You got to, it's basically. Unless you're getting in someone that you want to ride to the end, it's two trades, isn't it? So, exactly,
0: exactly. How,
1: how many have you got left?
0: <laughs> so I've max traded. Oh right, okay. So and I'm, I'm max so trading again this week. So after trades this week, I've got nine left.
1: Yeah, right. So I've got I'm only two better off. I've got thirteen left, but I haven't done my uh, I haven't done mine as of yet for this week. So, but I will be using both. So
0: yeah. yeah. So my so. so Maybe I should explain my plan to everyone a little bit because people are going to be like, oh, fuck, nine trades yep. left is not many. Yep. Um, so I think I'm running with seven. After trades this week, I'm running with seven players that will play round 17, maybe eight if Bobo gets a run. Um, so I'm only thinking of making three more trades before round 17. So I'll probably only make, say, two in the in the max trade week next week where you get five. And I don't think I'll make any. Maybe I'll make one the week after that uh, for round 17. So that'll be, that'll take me to about 10 or 11 for 17, which is not great, but I think just enough to hopefully hold position. Um, And then that will leave me with six left for the run home. And there's only the only two guys that I really want that I won't have by then for feeder and Fathenhausen. Yeah, right. So, and I'm hoping that I'll have the cash to kind of go straight to them from, from guys I have like Gutherson and to yeah. Benua. I'm hope to, I'll hope, hopefully be able to trade straight to them without having to downgrade anyone. So I'm hoping yeah. to have four left for injuries.
1: Yeah, that's and, yeah suspensions and all that sort of stuff. And
0: suspensions. It's not really enough. But, but I'm also going... I will have cover in every position. Yeah. So, you know, I'll have a... I'll, I'm hoping to have at least one spare prop. I'll have two spare playable second rowers. I'll have one dual spare half-five-eighth, obviously two fullbacks, and probably uh, six playable center wings, so a squad of 21.
1: And, And that's it, you know, especially... As you know, teams, <clears throat> excuse me, fall out of contention and all that sort of thing. There'll be some ridiculous scores, and so you know you can play the matchups, particularly on your uh, centre wings and that sort of thing. So if you're up against uh, up against the dogs or when they got half their team out or the tigers or something like that, then you can just throw in a I don't know, like a Simonson or someone like that, whereas you wouldn't normally.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mind you, Simonson could be a play going forward.
1: Well, yeah, I'm. I'm glad I kept hold of him. Actually, the the best fullback in the world, judged on 80 minutes last week.
0: Actually, yeah. I I like joked to someone because um, uh <clears throat> oh, like when te- when Turbo was officially ruled out. I was like, oh, well, I've got another gun fullback that'll just step right up in bale silence. Yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. I was joking, and then he's got like I I had to I was forced to play him basically to, to yeah, build so 17. I.
1: Yeah,
0: and he's scored 115 or whatever it was. Yeah, um, but he looked great. I mean.
1: Yeah, he actually okay. looked—he looked legit. Like he looked like he'd been there, you know, for for an elite team for ages, didn't he? So,
0: yeah, for for long time listeners, um, when I uh, met him at Nando's <laughs>
1: two,
0: two years ago, he told me um, he told me he, he wanted to play fullback. Oh, there you go. Like Another I said, I was asking him what which side of the field he was going to play on. I was like, Are you going to play right wing or left wing? <laughs> two years <Yeah>. ago. <laughs> Purely for supercoach purposes. He thought I was like this massive Raiders fan, but that was purely for supercoach purposes. And he was like, no, I want to play fullback. And at that time, um, Cookstar was, you know, killing it. Um, And I was kind of like, good luck with that, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't think you're going to get a run, but look where we are.
1: And that that would have been the year that they made the grand final, I guess, was it?
0: So that was, I think, the off-season, like just after they'd made the grand final, exactly. So I was like, well, mate. He was killing it, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. um, but yeah, he looks very good against the Bronx. I mean, they are a terrible team, and they give up a lot yeah. of points to fullbacks. So yeah. we'll, we'll get a better picture of where he's actually at this week, maybe. But um,
1: well, I, the Dragons look a mess to be honest. Who, who would have thought that the tactic of you know briefing against your own players in the media would backfire? <laughs> but yeah,
0: here we go. That was such a hack job. Yeah. It was incredible. That, did you see that, that article where they just yeah, like yeah, went yeah. play by play through yeah. like all the things that he's fucked up?
1: Yeah, they had that they had that James Tedesco thing from Origin, which was from 2017. <laughs> it was four years ago. Like, so, it's incredible. Like, I've I've seen a lot of stupid things that the Tigers have done over many many years, but I've never seen that. That's that's one sort of uncharted territory that they haven't quite got to yet.
0: To be to be fair, like. I was one of the many people that was like, "Why the hell are you selling Dufty? Like mm. he's been the one shining light in your team this year, and I still think that. But, but so I can sort of understand the pressure that they they felt like they had to defend the decision.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. Because it it was getting a lot of it was building a lot of steam, wasn't it, in the media? The you know, the yeah, what, what the hell stuff. they're doing?
0: Yeah, exactly. Bad so. decision making, all the rest of it.
1: Yeah, I don't know how they had to go that far, but yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah they definitely went a little bit far.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm surprised I didn't accuse him of war crimes or anything like that.
0: But. It's amazing that he's still on a team. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: that's right. Yeah.
0: Like, uh, after that terrible performance, like, yeah. And, you know, like, how does he walk up to training after being, like, white entered by his own coach?
1: Yeah, exactly. I can't imagine what that must feel like, you know, turning up to work every day.
0: Anyway. anyway. Um, okay. So what trades did you make last week?
1: Uh, I brought in, uh, Cody Walker and Johnston last week. Um, Yeah,
0: nice. Well, that worked quite well for you.
1: Yeah. So I needed a 5.8. Um, I I think I had, was it Luai? And Luai had been, you know, battling, um, the last couple of weeks, even before Origin and all that sort of stuff. Um... And yeah, so Cody Walker was a no brainer. Uh, and then I needed a, I needed to sort out my center wings. And yeah, obviously, Johnston has that good run coming up and yeah, paid off so far at least. So I can't complain.
0: You know, so he's scored well, he scored six tries in his last two matches and he's made 10 line breaks. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> but, yeah. Against, against Power, he made 10, he made six line breaks. Wow. Um, so just it, looking at yeah, the yeah. the top 10 uh, traded in guys, oh, maybe just quickly I'll say I brought in Cody Walker as well and I also yeah. brought in, yeah, I brought in Cody Walker and I sold Isaac code to, to bring in Suali. Oh, I could yeah. have brought in Johnston. I sort of thought about it a little bit, but um, I actually thought Suwali was a chance of going massive against the Titans and given that, he was a good trade down and will score well mm. in seventeen and eighteen, I think. That I wanted to get that get him in, but as it turned out, Johnston would have been better. Yeah. Johnston's oh. now the second most traded in yeah. this week. He's still got he's got a break even of like minus eighty. Um I could get him this week. Yeah. Uh, I just Well, there's a couple of other options for a start. The other thing is, I'm just not sure he's a season-long hold.
1: Yeah, exactly. I was a bit reluctant because I mean, I've been, you know, most people would have had him in their team at some stage over the last few years, and they'll know just how reliant he is on tries. Like, you get 124 one week, and then get you know 16 the next week. Just he just doesn't have that sort of work rate as, and you know, the sort of power stats and all that sort of thing. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's you know one of the reasons why I didn't get him, and I'm a bit, bit hesitant. Um, yeah. I mean, it's terrifying not having him. He's playing the Broncos this week, and well, got the that team on right. paper looks like a reserve grade team. Yeah. Having said that, so I did a bit of analysis <laughs> on the Broncos because I'm I'm thinking about this trade quite a lot. Um, and it's only there's only been one guy <laughs> that there's only been one left winger that scored more than one try against the Broncos this season. In a particular game. Wow. Okay. And that was Sebo. SIVO scored like 150 against them in yeah. Okay. In that game that they played up in Darwin, where it was like fucking 40 degrees. So AJ scored 80 odd against them in their previous match. Yep. Uh, but no one else apart from SIVO has, t- has turned up against them. Yeah. As we said, the Broncos like they give up give up all their points to fullbacks, fullbacks and like around the middle. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. The bunny's left edge is so lethal that he could easily yeah. score another three tries. Yeah, but the guy that I'm really excited about this week is Ruben Garrick.
1: Yeah. So so yeah. What's what's yeah? He he's had a ridiculous run. I know you guys are talking about him a couple of weeks ago, and you're sort of saying, oh, can he keep it up? And yeah, he he can apparently. So. <laughs> well, well,
0: the, the the question mark I had on Garrick was how how well will he go when Turbo's not around? And yeah, him. yeah. You know, given Origin and the fact that Turbo will pro- probably miss a couple of weeks, probably yeah. seventeen and eighteen. Yeah. Um, you know, there was that question mark. Guys, are going to score twenties when Turbo's not around? Yeah. But he scored a hundred last week without Turbo. Yeah. And he went back to fullback and looked really good. Yeah. And they're playing the Raiders in round seventeen, who yeah. give up a lot of points to fullbacks. And so that that was kind of my main question mark about him, and I, I feel more comfortable now. So he's yeah. averaged. 87 since Turbo's been back. Wow, yeah. And that's over a fair stretch now.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. He's a gun goal kicker as well, so that gives you an extra sort of...
0: Well, he's been averaging about 20 points in goal kicks yeah. since yeah. Turbo's been back. Yeah. And his, his base, just to give people out there an understanding, his base is 27 or something compared to Johnston's 19, so you get eight points there. But then you get another 20 points basically in goals. Yeah. Yeah. So you got a twenty-eight point start, yeah, and then, like, yeah, I don't know. That Titans team looks a bit of a rabble to me in defence. Like he could easily score a double, and they've got a they've got a better draw going forward. As in Johnston's draw is better, probably marginally better over the next few weeks, but Garrick's draw is good for the rest of the year. Yeah.
1: What's a, what's the price difference?
0: 125k mm, okay so garrett's expensive obviously he's like 680k yeah which feels like an awful lot for a wing. but um in oh. some ways that i think that feel like that price is going to keep people away
2: yeah
0: he's also, he's only like he's seven percent owned and only three percent owned in top hundred whereas That's- johnston's now like 25 percent owned and probably more so in, in the top 100.
1: Oh, there'll be, yeah, there'll be a million people bringing him in this week, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. He's the second most traded in player and was yeah. maybe the most traded in player last week.
1: Yeah. Yeah, look, and I, I think there's also reputation as well. You know, Ruben Garrick is still, you know, Ruben Garrick to a lot of people. <laughs> so which, it's a weird thing to say when he's, you know, putting up the numbers he is this year. But, um, and, you know, there's, there's a lot of these other guys. Like Johnston obviously has the tri-scoring pedigree and all that sort of thing, but people are also wary of the volatility and that sort of thing as well. But yeah, look, I, probably as a in, in a vacuum, I'd probably rather go with Gary. I think I went AJ last week purely because he was a little bit cheaper and I think I looked at the um, short-term draw because uh, I wasn't convinced um, that I would want to Keep either for the for the long run, but if I had to keep one for the long run, I would probably go with Gary. In a vacuum, okay.
0: So you don't think I'm completely crazy?
1: No, no. Well, not not on this one at least. Maybe yeah, pull some <laughs> harebrained idea out later that I can lambast you for, but
0: not yet. Okay. Um, so just looking at other, you know, top trade ins. Yep. um So the number one, so so Johnson's number two that we just talked about. Number one is Mister Greg Mazu. Yeah, yeah. Who is formerly known as Greg. What was his name? Well, uh, I can't no, even pronounce it.
1: Yeah, you, you, you sent me that before, and I was like, this guy this is completely made up. It <laughs> doesn't exist. Plays for the Titans. No one watches the Titans. This guy doesn't exist. So I, I will not be partaking in any purchase of this guy. Whatever his name is.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> before you just rule him out of hand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah.
0: I mean, if if you did watch him play, you'd know, yeah. and, and this is one of these guys who's been touted as a, you know, a gun super coach player for like three or four years, but hasn't gotten a run. Yeah. Because he runs around in the Reggie's like, busting 15 tackles a game because he's built like an absolute <coughs> axe. Yeah. And he's got that, like, running style. He's like a, you know, in the mold of a, what was that guy that used to play for the Warriors name? Pocket Rocket.
1: Oh, Conrad Hurrell?
0: Yeah, he's in the mold of kind of Conrad Hurrell kind of build or a... Right. That sort of thing, he just bounces off tackles. Um, yeah,
1: okay.
0: He's got a huge work rate. He's in, in his two games so far, he's been making like 20 runs a game. Yeah. So he scored 80 and 60 with only, I think there's been like one, I think there was one try in the first game and maybe a line break in the second game, but like kind of getting 50 in base. Yeah. Now, the, the, the well, there's a few problems. Firstly, he doesn't play round 17. Like he's yeah. bottom dollar, so people are using yeah. him as a, as a trade down option.
1: Yeah, this is his third game coming up, isn't it? So Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So he's bottom dollar. Um, doesn't play around seventeen. So we've got Thompson coming back.
1: Yeah, when and Thompson
0: yeah. Thompson's a left winger and at the moment Sammy's playing on the left. So yeah. you know, does Sammy go to the right when Thompson comes back?
1: have they just given up on Anthony Don?
0: It's well Anthony Don's in like the extended reserves. Yeah, okay. So it seems like he's beaten Don to the spot, but there's a bit of uncertainty there. Yeah, I'm just kind of at the stage of the season where I can't be dicking around. Yeah, with like guys that might get dropped or whatever. Um, if you really need the money,
1: well, that's yeah, that's the thing that that's obviously the big driver in a lot of these moves. So,
0: as a like as a head-to-head player, like are you a bit more interested? The round 17 thing doesn't matter to you.
1: Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, look. In centre wing is the sort of spot that you would do that as well. Like I've got, um, I don't, my centre wings are probably a bit of a mess, but I've got Dane Laurie, which I'll be changing to, um, you know, an, an actual legit, um, well, hopefully someone that I can save through to the end. So I'm not looking to downgrade, but it depends on your situation, I guess. If, um, look. Obviously, my knowledge of this guy is limited, given I still don't think he exists. <laughs> <laughs> I um, but, you know, like you said, there's Anthony Dunn there. There's Corey Thompson on the bench. Uh, you know, not on the bench. in the treatment ward, so to speak. He was playing really well earlier in the year. Um,
0: yeah, what, I think there's enough doubt there that yeah. I probably wouldn't be doing it. Unless I really, really needed the money for something. And I freed up a bunch of cash last week with the Suwali trade.
1: And it also so depends know. how many trades you got. So yeah. look, if, yeah. you, if you're willing to bring him in for, I don't know, three or four weeks or something like that, and then and then ship him off with the money and that sort of thing, then go nuts. But, yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I don't think you have the trades to be doing that. And I, well, I, I
0: agree, know. which is why I'm surprised he's the number one trade-in. So yeah. anyway, um, so next one, we talked about Alex Johnston. Cody Walker's on the list. He's number three trade-in for the week. That makes sense. Talakai. What yeah. do you think of Talakai?
1: Well, I guess it's in reaction to Wade Graham having his issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what he said, he's out for a month. He's just.
0: They said he's. Yeah, I think he was quoted as saying he, he won't play for three or four weeks at least.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so, Talakai's 369k and, you, you know, he he's that dual secondary forward center wing.
1: We'll, yeah, play, the cool thing, we'll,
0: we'll yeah. play round 17.
1: Hmm. The, the round 17 thing, and he's got a bit of job security as well for the moment at least. But that uh, Wilton's on the bench, I noticed. And so, yeah, I'm not really sure. Um, so yeah. I
0: think he's but, a massive trap.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I don't I didn't see this at all. So there's, there's like a the number of reasons why from? I don't like this trade. Yeah. The first one is it's only a month. Yeah. Right? So as far as we know, Wade Graham's coming back in, in a month. So you're going to have to probably get rid of him. Yeah second thing is last week he got 57 minutes after Graham went off and he only scored 32 yeah. or 34 or something so mm. we don't know how many minutes he's gonna play yet He might only get 55 minutes a game if, if he's going to share some of that role with Wilton
2: yeah exactly and
0: and if he's playing on the left which is where he would be if he's replacing Graham he's not on the Sean, Sean Johnson side yeah where he scored so well last year so he's a massive avoid for me yeah until I see him like get some eighty minute games and prop some huge numbers.
1: Yeah, I think that's a thing. I, I, not even I didn't even look twice at it. To be honest, like I, I can understand why people are bringing him in, but um, yeah, maybe wait and see. But you know, it takes something yeah. special for
0: no, no interest to me. I think that's a, I, no. I think that's a mistake. To be honest, um, yeah, <coughs> yeah. If he gets to eighty minutes this week, then you know maybe. But even then, as I said, the job security is just not there. No. Next on the list is Sean Johnson. Yeah. 495 k yeah. dual halfback, 5'8", will play round 17, great draw going forward, and great draw for the rest of the year.
1: So who, who have you got in your house at the moment?
0: I've got Cleary, uh, Cody Walker at 5'8", Matt Burton. Yep. As my... My spare and um, Jock Madden.
1: Hey, my boy, I've got him as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so Probably the only two people in super yeah.
1: Well, yeah, um, I i think might have even been on, on your advice right at the start. I got him as you know, not thinking he'll play at all, but just because he's a, a jewel. Well,
0: it's been super handy for me to be honest. Yeah. So, so, so the, the good thing about him is that with someone like a Burton or a Sean Johnson or a or Cody Nicarima, who I want to talk about in a sec. If you've got Madden there, he covers both those positions. Yeah, like you only need one guy there really to to cover an injury. I mean, obviously, if your halfback and your five eight are both injured in the same week. You you're fucked. Yeah, but, stuff, yeah. Um. So yeah, I've I've kind of liked just having Madden as enough and having the flexibility. Yeah. Because there aren't too many. Well, apart from Johnson and Nicarima, there's not that many guys that you can you can actually put there that have that dual flexibility.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, um, so,
0: I've, yeah, do you like Johnson?
1: Yeah, I kind of, I kind of I do. I, I've got, I've got Burton, um, Cody Walker, Madden, and I've got Schuster. Just sort of annoying me in my uh, second, 5.8 spot at the moment because
0: you sold Cleary.
1: I sold Cleary. Yes, this is a, this is a thing. Yes, I, uh, I, could be masterful. Yeah. Well, look, we'll see. It, it was. It was done with the best of intentions, but it was just stupidity in the end. I, so I saw that obviously he had claret all over his face after State of Origin, and I saw I, th- I think it was NRL physio saying that he was he had a suspected broken cheekbone or fractured cheekbone. I was like, oh, okay, well that's that's that, and didn't didn't look again. And then I found on on uh, when I was watching the the Penrith game a few days later, and he was there, and they were talking about it, and he looked all right, and I was like, oh, hang on, he he seems all right, and then so. I went back and looked today, and the NRL physio actually, literally, like an hour and a half later, said, "Oh no, it, no, it's just a laceration. He'll be fine." And so yeah, and we we
0: probably saying. took people down the garden path as well because we saw that NRL physio post like literally as we were recording that night. Yeah, and right. then quickly talked about it because we, you know, it's such a if you did have a, a broken cheekbone, it was such a big talking point for Supercoach that we. Yeah, exactly. Like, that we talked about it, but we did say like it's you know it's unconfirmed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have just been I've had a lot of a lot of stuff a lot of things going on, so I didn't even think twice about it. Maybe I just had the confirmation bias of you guys talking about it as
0: well. Yeah. Yeah. But um I so, mean like Cleary does have a couple of hard games coming up and if you can yeah. do something good with that money, like it could be a, a you know, not the worst thing if you've got the trades to bring you back in. Yeah, on. exactly.
1: So hopefully hopefully um yeah he he doesn't have his uh he just takes it easy during the origin period, drops a a couple of hundred grand or something like that, best case, and can bring him back in or you know see what else is there. So, yeah, look, SJ is definitely one that I'm looking at. I'm not going to be bringing him in this week. I'm happy with. Um, I, I need to work elsewhere, and I've got Burton Walker there. Um, yeah, but so yeah, like you said, it's got it's got a he's uh, got a good draw coming up, and he does seem to be. it seems to be more. Fit than he has been in a while. He obviously had a lot of injuries the last couple of years and he always seems to be, you know, semi affected by it. But
0: well, yeah. that's that's my biggest question mark with him. He's he is injury prone and he does mm-hmm. things like he but like pulling out of a game like 20 minutes before, <laughs> yeah. Um, which like in my scenario, I'm talking about selling said Burton to him
1: this week or straight up,
0: probably not. I could do it this week, yeah. Um because Burton's got a pretty tough game against the Roosters, I don't really think Burton's yeah. much of a play this week, so could do it this week. Although I want to get in um Corey Harrow and Nero for Barnett, so that's Yeah. Yeah, could do it this week instead of that trade and just play Barnett for one more week. Yeah, but so nice. as a third as a third option that you don't have to play, you know, if he does pull out kind of a couple of hours before a game it's not as bad. Uh, but yeah, the injury injury kind of does Yeah. Put me off a little bit, and he, uh, he's not quite as explosive as he used to be. Like, I think oh, that ceiling's not. probably not there. Like, I can't see him kind of cutting through and scoring a bunch of tries anymore. Yeah. Um, but I still think he's a good option, and I've actually kind of I've zagged S J in the past for the same reason, and it's burned me.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, like even last year he went on that run, and I didn't have him. I think I, I got Luke um, kiri instead. And it was yeah. like it almost ended my season. Yeah, like, SJ was just scoring like 80, 90 points every week.
1: It, it's kind of a problem for you know us and others who have been playing this for so many years. We've pretty much been burnt by every single player in the comp, <laughs> so we've got these bias against them. He's like, oh, this guy screwed me in twenty seventeen. The prick. Pretty... Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, no, SJ. Yeah, SJ is obviously one that's you know won leagues and lost leagues and um, all that sort of stuff in the past. So, yeah, look, he's definitely definitely someone I am looking at. If I, um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know so, any sane person uses the the watch list but he would be on that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever used that feature. <laughs>
1: um,
0: what about like, how do you compare him to Cody Nicarima? Yeah,
1: see, Nicarima... I. I I, I was reading somewhere today that Nikurima is getting a bit of buzz, but um, I, 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 yeah, Nikurima worries me because it could go one way. Because obviously his Harvest partner is, is what he's gone for the season now, isn't he? Yeah, Harris Devita. Um, yeah. So you'd think you'd take a um, you know a, a stronger hand and that sort of thing, but I don't know. I that worries me a little bit, um, but you're talking about zagging and that sort of thing then I would say nikorima is a is a pretty good shout
0: so they've both got similar draws like they've both yep. actually got excellent draws all the way through yep um, nikorima is obviously about 100k more expensive at the moment yeah um, they're both dual, so that works for that trade to Burton and then having still having that flexibility um, sorry trading Burton to, to one of them yeah um, mm-hmm. Obviously, both play round seventeen. I think Nikurima, like Nikarima's has turned up a couple of times already this year, yep. and I think that's because he's a bit more explosive. Like he's, yeah, you know, he's scoring tries from line breaks, which gets you kind of bulk points. Whereas SJ is a bit more, you know, finesse these days.
2: Yeah.
0: So I think the ceiling kind of. And the fact that he was probably going to be a bit more of a pod probably leans me towards Nikurima. And the fact that he's less injury prone,
1: yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. actually looking the Warriors draw it's is tight;
0: actually, it's a close one.
1: Warriors draw is actually pretty good when you look at it over the uh, to the end of the season.
0: No, it's great; it's yeah. fantastic. Pretty and I think um, examples, but other than that, if Fenua Blake can stay fit, I think that yeah. adds something to their forward pack. Yeah, absolutely. Adds a bit more space.
1: Yep. No, that's a good mm. shot, actually. What was the difference in price of 100?
0: 100... It's about 90k, I think, at the moment.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, but it'll be. It's for me. It's probably more like a next week trade. So I, I, I think having another look because has got about a 90 odd break even, even though he's got a pretty good matchup this week against the, the Knights. I think. Yeah. I think you could wait a week and and see what it looks like with that combination with those Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: That's yeah. Look. Good, both good shots. Um, Based on, yeah, look, I'd probably be leaning towards Nicarima on that, but, yeah, obviously there's a price difference and um, break-evens and all that to uh, consider as well. But,
0: yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm um, not
0: like, I can't decide, really. I think it's really close. Yeah. So the the next fight, well, I'm not going to even talk about Kyle Lawton if you're getting him in now. I think you're crazy. Yeah. He's actually number six on the tr- most tragedy list, which is nuts to me. Like, surely, like he could lose his spot next week.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I think a lot of these, uh, this list pretty much in general, is always going to be, there's going to be a lot of uh, chasing last week's points to it.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's true, that's true. But um, anyway, Garrick is seventh. I mean, yeah. you can put him in that category if you think, but it's really chasing last eight weeks' points.
1: Oh, no, uh, Garrick's a <laughs> good option, yeah, compared to... Yeah, um, even Alex Johnson, that sort of thing, you know, that people bring him in because he got 100 last 120 last week. Yeah, so uh,
0: Tomoko is on there, don't know about that. Mm. Um, Bailey Simonson number nine, people bring <laughs> him back in.
1: The uh, the fullback of choice of the uh, would you bring him back McCoy? in if you didn't have him? Uh, oh, don't know about that. Uh, poor. do you think, um, I've I've had him from the start, I think. So I was sort of yeah, it's all right. So oh, I don't know. If Honestly, I'm if
0: I was choosing between him and Talakai right now, I would choose him. Yeah. If, if you if you put a gun to my head and you said you had to pick one of the two, I'm, I probably wouldn't pick either of them. If I'm honest, it's pretty. If much. I didn't have them.
1: Yeah, I yeah. I think I'd need another another look at him playing fullback. To be honest,
0: but yeah, I agree. I agree, but it's he'll be more expensive. Yeah, he'll be like in the 400k range next week, yeah, and that. Yeah,
1: so look, you, if if you've got some conviction that he's going to tear it up, and look, he's playing Saint George this week, so who knows? Um, but yeah, look, I've, I've already got him, so I didn't, I didn't even think of that.
0: I, it's
1: a tough one to bring in someone like that. It is a
0: tough like, one to bring in someone like that. Yeah. Another ten is Tokyo Harris, and that's he's a bit of a no brainer. Yeah. Like. I'll be getting him in next week. Yeah. Um so on the top traded out list, the first guy on this list is a guy that you've already talked about trading out and
1: Yeah. I disagree. Oh really?
0: Yeah, Dan Loring.
1: Talk to me. What do you got?
0: Well, firstly I just like fullbacks this year just they just score really well, basically. I mean we just yeah. talked about Bailey Simonson. Yeah. Um so in his last what is it? I mean, he's turned up twice this year, and that's—they're both against dragons. Yeah. <laughs> but two out of the last five or six, five, well, no, maybe seven games, he's turned up. Yeah. He does have a, a poor score in him, but I—I think for me, it depends on whether you can bench him for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. He plays Melbourne and Souths, so yeah. I'm not going to be playing him over those two weeks, and—and yep. and to be honest, he's just going to be like he's going to be a fifth or sixth centre wing for me. Yeah. And I'll just play him on good matchups. But from around 18 on.
1: Yeah, Tigers have a good draw.
0: Yeah, Broncos, Manly, New Zealand, Bulldogs, North Queensland, Sharks, tough one against Penrith, and then Bulldogs again. Yeah. So for me, a fullback playing against such weak teams, and he's shown that he can turn up from time to time, when- like I just don't know.
1: It's a good look, it's a good shot. I've got the problem is I've got him and Nofo. And, and so you're picking picking him. I was considering going, um, yeah, getting rid of Laurie because I'll tell you why. So Nofo's got a bit more pedigree and that sort of thing, and I figure he's as a centre wing, he's got the base stats that can sort of cover up the, um, you know, the volatility. Although having said that, he got 25 points or something last week, so just disprove that. But I'm also a bit worried about Laurie's. Um, you know, it's his first year in first grade. He copped a head knock last week. Just worried about his sort of resilience, sort of thing. Well, that's a, probably the wrong word to to use, but you know what I mean. Like, a, no,
0: no, yeah, I know exactly uh, what you
1: mean. He's a yeah. he's a, he's a small guy. Um, look, I really like him as a player, and that sort of thing. he's one of the few Tigers players that I actually enjoy watching. But um, <laughs> he, yeah, I. Look, what you said is pretty much my thought process on keeping one of them, and. I hadn't pulled the trigger. Yeah, yet.
0: look, it's a tough one. If you're going to pick one, yeah, I'm actually, and I like if I did have both, have both, and I don't, I'm not sure which I would keep. It's pretty tough, and there is a chance that Nofo goes back to the right wing with the yeah. Kemalala signing. Yeah, exactly. Which, by the way, I really like that signing for the Tigers.
1: Yeah, we well, we were so short on on backs, like outside backs, so they needed someone, and you know, someone, he's a
0: monster. Yeah, he's I, don't, I don't expect to to... that
1: much. Yeah, he's got a hat trick what four days ago. So
0: yeah, I don't expect oh. all that much room this year. Yeah, but with a, a good match off season, yeah, he could be a weapon next year. Um,
1: and also, anyway, so
0: that, so that means that the might go back to the right where he's historically scored a lot better.
1: Yeah, and I figured if you know, obviously not this week, but um, longer term, playing outside Dewey there as well, he'll get. Doe has been, you know, one of the better players for the Tigers as well, so he'll get some ball and that sort of thing. So anyway,
0: yeah, lots to go himself. though, doing, what's that? Uh, he loves like he's he's a good distributor when he plays five 8 but I feel like at yeah. the center he's just so excited to actually touch the ball that he just goes himself.
1: <laughs> yeah, when he gets his like three runs a game, and <laughs> yeah, he takes that's
0: up, right. You know. Um. So yeah, look, I kind of understand it's a tough one. I've got Brian Kelly.
1: Yep, I have got him as well, actually.
0: So to, for me, out of those three. Kelly's first on the chopping block. I can't wait to get rid of Kelly.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for a, rever- a mean reversion with Kelly, but yeah, no, that's fair.
0: I, I, Kelly's been really disappointing to me. He scored; yeah, he, he, he was very lucky to score a try last week, which made his score look better than it was going to. But he's like he's he could get dropped. Have you seen him defend? Well, his his defense has gone backwards again. Like he was a bit better last year, and now it's reverted back to what it was a couple of years ago. He just slips off so many tackles.
1: Yeah. Um, that's,
0: yeah. That's so for me, out of those three, I would I would absolutely be getting rid of Kelly first. Alright. Well, a... But um you know, I could be wrong. So just on the back to the traded out list, like yep. numbers two through nine to me all make sense. So I'm not gonna talk about them. So just quickly, Charlie Staines, Connor Watson, Adam Dewey, Reed Marnie, Jermaine Isaac kick out. Barnett, and Bradman Best. Yep. All of those make sense to get rid of. Um, I wouldn't be keeping any of those guys. I got rid of Connor Watson last week and was very happy about it. Um,
1: um, I will be getting rid of him this week.
0: Who are, you, who are you getting rid of him to?
1: Well, I was playing around with this earlier, and I, I think I'm... Uh, well, I've got a couple of options, but I, I might end up bringing in CHN for him. Because I've got um, what's his name, Brandon Smith?
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. Actually, uh, when I, I, I took a sneak look at your team, uh, before we went on, mm-hmm. and that's probably how much money have you got in the bank?
1: Oh, it's like four hundred and fifty or something like that.
0: Shitloads, Okay. Yeah.
1: After the, yeah, uh, if I was you, I'd up.
0: probably do uh, Kelly to maybe Garrick and and either. Watson to how oh, we nearer right, as you say or have you thought about Damien cook
1: yeah I did I'm uh, yeah so cook, cook this, has been really disappointing though this year
0: so, he's been terrible yeah but um, and he's like you know you can't rely on him but he's very cheap now and also yeah, has that amazing cool. run and and like just particularly this week like the the Broncos give up points in the middle yeah like, not on the edges, yeah. typically. Yeah. Well, or, you know, not on the wings so much. They give points right through the middle. I, I think, I don't know, maybe Origin will give him a bit of a kickstart.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Look, Hooker, it's a shot in the dark. Yeah, Hooker just seems to be a bit of a...
0: a it's a, a wasteland.
1: Yeah, you know, years past, there seem to have been, you know, three or four. It's almost like fullback is this year. We've... You know, we've there's three or four guys that you... If you have you know one or two of these guys, then you're all right. Whereas this year, it's just like, fuck, who knows?
0: I've got Brandon Smith and and Braley. Yep. And I'm pretty sure that I'm just going to run with Brandon Smith for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. I've got, I've got I've, him in second row well, a couple of weeks back. And, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do.
0: So everyone's talking about Harry Grant. I mean, the first thing is, I think... I think Smith has shown in the last couple of weeks that he can co coexist with yeah, Grant. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yep.
0: So he got 70 minutes last week and, and looked great. He could have scored another try if uh, yeah. the Warriors guy hadn't smashed him on the line. Yep. Um, so, you know, I'm not worried about them sharing that position so much. I'm probably more worried about what it means for Grant than I am for Smith.
1: Yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah, Grant, Grant's fitness is a bit of an issue for me. He just looks
0: banged up. Exactly. So he's got to get through another Origin game. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, he's, like, covered in, like...
1: Yeah, he's got strapping tape everywhere. So.
0: Strapping tape everywhere.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, he goes so hard. He's one of those guys who goes really yeah. hard. Like, yeah. what you said about Dane Laurie, for yeah. me, applies to Harry Grant. Like, yeah, I'm worried absolutely. about his durability massively.
1: Yeah. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm not really looking... I won't really look at him until... If he gets to, like, round 20 and he's tearing it up or something like that, then... Yeah, revisit sort of thing. But, yeah, I'm just a bit worried about him at the moment.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, there's not much at Hooker. Um, You probably wouldn't be getting in Smith now, given he's so expensive. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, so, so that's that's kind of why I guess I'm suggesting Cook. I mean, you've already got Smith in your case. But yeah. But for others that are looking to trade out Watson, I mean, obviously, if you can move Watson to 5'8", there's a bunch of guys that we've already talked about that you could yeah, trade him definitely. to but if you stuck at hooker for you, there's not a lot of options. Yeah, yeah. So and I that's think, yeah. I, don't, I think cook is potentially the best option.
1: Yeah, that's a good shot actually. I don't know. I, I'm it not convinced. Okay, no, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I mean Watson doesn't either. So um, yeah, I, I'm just not convinced by him this year. But obviously he's got the maybe he'll just turn it on after uh, after Origin and and the run into the finals.
0: Yeah, maybe. Right. So the – oh, that's interesting. So I was all prepared to talk about the 10th guy on the traded-out list, and it's changed. Oh, really? Yeah. So so an hour ago when I looked at this, yeah. the 10th guy on the traded-out list was Nico Hines. Yeah. And I was about to go on a massive rant.
1: Oh, mate. I would, I would not be trading out Nico Hines this week against the Tigers. He could score 300 this week. <laughs> The, so, I'd now, yeah. Um,
0: I would go as far as to say, and I'm like, you know, listeners are probably going to turn off now and think I'm a prick. <laughs> but anyway, I don't care. I would go as far as to say, is if you're trading out Nico Hines this week, you don't understand the point of this game. Yeah. Like, yeah, you 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 make money to, in this game in order to upgrade your players.
2: Yeah,
0: you don't trade players out or downgrade players in order to make money. That's backwards. Yeah. Like, people are worried about the fact that he's going to lose cash. Yeah. He's going to score you... Like, he could score you 150 points this weekend.
1: What What's his break-even this week?
0: Oh, it's like 150 or something, but...
1: I mean, that's... He's that's got a
0: five-round average of 127. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, he's literally the best centre wing. Yeah. And he's playing one of the worst teams, and people are trading him out. Yeah. It's literally bonkers over, uh, over losing 50K, like...
1: Yeah, exactly. I think... Uh, and look, we've we've all been... You know, we've all fallen foul of this at, at some stage, but yeah, people do get hung up on the on the break-even number and all that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, yeah, you're there to, you guys and your team are there to score points.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: and so... like he would he would be the oh, maybe Tommy maybe Tommy Turbo, but him he'd be in the top three for captain choice this week. You'd have to think. Absolutely, and yes, anyone yeah. who's in that discussion, regardless of what week or whatever, they should be that they should be on that. No, uh, out list.
0: No, not at all. All right, so there's a few other guys I want to talk about that aren't on any of those lists that we haven't talked about that much this year. No, actually, no, we almost talked about all of them, just in, in like, our random ramblings. Yeah. So there's only actually one left, because on my list I've got Harry Grant, Cody mine, Damien Cook. Um, but the one we didn't talk about is Daniel Tupu. yeah.
2: yeah.
0: So now that he's not playing Origin...
1: Yeah.
0: He's, yeah, what do you think of him?
1: So, when I was having a play around earlier with my uh, Dane Laurie money, which uh, yeah, is, is still there, he, yeah, he's definitely on the list. Um, how's the, what's the Roosters draw like in the next little while?
0: His next two games are bad. Yeah, I think um, that's what put me off. But then it, then it gets good, yeah. So, I don't really get why you trade him in this week. Yeah. Or even next week. But I do get why you might trade him in round 17. The only the only thing about yeah. him is, like, his his base is good and it's better than Ikevalu's. Yeah. But Ikevalu, like, the right side seems to be the preference for them. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, would you just get Ikevalu rather than him? It's uh, a tough it, one.
1: Yeah. I, I, I always like the... Um, when it comes to... That sort of situation where it's a, you know, a binary choice. I always seem to go for the, the more solid option in terms of you know, base scores and that sort of thing, which I assume would be too bad in this case. Yeah. Especially when center Wing, with center wings, you know, obviously by the nature of you know, you're going to be relying on a trust score to a degree, but um, that's why I was talking about Mofo before, he's always had that base that he can rely on, previous mm-hmm. years at least.
0: Um, yeah, I tend to agree. I mean, Ikavali's base isn't terrible. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, the, I mean, yeah, he's
0: not—he's not Jason Sars. So, so. No, he's definitely not Jason Sars. So it's—it's it's a bit of a coin flip that one.
1: What's, um, the, what's the price difference? Uh?
0: That is a great question. So Tupu's five sixty-seven. is had got an average of sixty-three, and Ikavali's four seventy-six with an average of sixty-two. Okay, so Ikuvalu is a good ninety k cheaper.
1: Mm, okay, that's surprising. Yeah, oh yeah, I would be happier with tupo even with the paying the premium. But yeah, I can understand um, going to Ikuvalu, right? Especially like you said, um, given the side of the field that he plays on. Yeah,
0: I'd have to. I actually don't have the stats on that. I might have to go and have a look. It's right, just sort of my just, interpretation. It's part of the like the, the aura of Brett Morris. Yeah, is
2: yeah.
0: That my assumption is that they go right more. Yeah, um, and I think they do. But it'd be interesting to actually look at how many tries have been scored on each edge.
1: Yeah, I mean, people, um, people aren't coming here for genuine research and that sort of stuff. Surely, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's what we're all about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> isn't it?
2: Yeah, just, sure. Just yeah, a definitely. Bunch of, definitely.
0: Yes. Just a bunch of dickheads' opinions. Based <laughs> on, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's what I try and avoid, and you know. But I feel like sometimes it just devol- devolves into that.
1: Yeah. Well, um, at the, like the end of the day, you got to. You, we're doing this for fun, so there's, there's another th- another um, thing that I who was it might have been um, I don't one of our mutual friends actually. But anyway, um you know, years ago, I was saying, yeah, look, you've got to watch your guys every week. So if you're tossing it between two guys and one one player you like more than the other, then go with them. If everything else is, everything else is relatively even.
0: Yeah, that's true. You got like yeah. even a team that you like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's no fun having like a bulldog.
1: It's no fun having player. anyone from the Tigers. Let
0: me tell yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, agree with that. Agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you, we, you touched on captaincy options a minute ago. Yeah. What are you thinking this week?
1: Um, well I will, I don't have Nico Hines. I would be playing Hines. Just but I mean I'm probably because I'm a Tigers fan, I'm probably even more biased against them. I hate them more than anyone else. Um but outside of that I will probably be going with um Tom oh yeah, probably Tommy Turbo. Although I'll probably I'll put the V C on one of the South guys tomorrow night. I suspect on Thursday night.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much with you. I, but personally, I'm a bit stronger than that. And this is this goes back to my Garrick pick.
2: Yep.
0: I think Tommy Turbo is an absolute special. Yeah. Like, he's he's locked in as my captain this week. I think. Yeah. I can just see them absolutely carving up. The, the only risk with him is that, like, you know, they're forty points up, and he he sits down after twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. With twenty minutes left to go. Yeah. Um. Yeah, early shower. But other than that, I think I think he's a really good option. I think he's going to be revved up after having a week off. Yeah, and I, uh, that that Titans defense looks super brittle.
1: Trying to think, who else are there? Yeah, I, outside of yeah, look, he he would be my uh, yeah standout choice in my team outside of him and Hines. I like, can't really think of anyone else. Um, if you had
0: Latrell. That'd be a oh, good yeah, pick.
1: Luttrell, yeah, exactly.
0: Cody Walker, we talked about Alex Johnston, maybe I'd I probably lean no. towards Cody Walker for this game, given yeah. what I've said about the, the Broncos being bad in the middle. I think Luttrell, um,
1: of those three, I, I would go Luttrell, I think.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I'm assuming not too many people would have Luttrell at the moment. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But Hines is a fantastic option as well. Yeah. That's a, that's actually a tough one between Cody Walker and Hines for the for vice-captain. Yeah. Even Gotho against the Bulldogs, but I can't VC Gotho and, and Captain Turbo, so. No, nah, I exactly. can't do that. But. um,
1: What's your fullback situation, actually, at the moment, and what will it be in, say, three weeks or four weeks or whatever post Origin is?
0: So I've got Gotho and Turbo. So I brought yeah. in Gotho for Teddy two weeks ago, which has been very good. Yep. I think I did. Um... Thing, yeah. So you did the same.
1: I think I did. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty it was a pretty obvious sort of because I had Turbo and Tedesco. Yeah. Um, so I think it was the, the standout option.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And these like these these coming matchups for Turbo were the reason why I yeah. held on to Turbo and, yeah. and not Teddy. I think my assumption is I'll be getting Pappy back. It's a question of when. Yeah. So Pappy's got like a 200 break even because he's got that 22 in his rolling average. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it will like so. One of the one of the downsides of the the Garrick trade, and I'm a big believer in at this stage in the season, like just get the best player and, and kind of don't worry about how much they cost as far as possible. Yep. But obviously, that has implications, right? Yeah. And um, and one of the implications is when I at you know post round 17, when I want to be bringing my like final gun the likes of Fafita, Pappy, maybe maybe Val Holmes. I don't want to have to be burning extra trades by having to trade other guys down in order to, to get yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it looks like, you know, given that there's like 20 odd in, in Pappy's rolling average that you could wait a couple of weeks when he comes back. Yeah. And so, and you could almost do that trade at that level. it to Pappy at level.
2: Yeah. If
0: you wait a week or two, you might yeah. be losing some points by waiting a week or two, I guess. Yeah. You know, if, if Pappy goes on an absolute run, but you know, who knows how well he's going to score first game back.
1: Yeah, and he's, um, he's also, you know, the the um he seems like he's in a bit of he's still having issues with headaches and all that sort of stuff. So I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, want to be wanting to rely on him, you know, in the next couple of weeks. So, well, that's the
0: thing. So so the, this comes back to the Heinz thing, right?
1: Like
0: yeah. they oh, yeah, they have earmarked but, him for, for coming back next week, but you never yeah, know with these like long term concussions. Yeah, exactly. So you know, imagine you sell Heinz and then Heinz gets another two or three weeks. Like, it's it's crazy stuff.
1: Yeah. Do you think, um, think Papi has any chance of making Origin? Well, I guess, you know, there's another game. Who, who knows what could happen in Game 2? But
0: I think it's probably unlikely now. Yeah. And, and you okay. know, Whiten does cover a lot of positions. Yeah. So, and given they've won. Like, if they've lost Origin 2, then maybe he's got a chance of playing Origin 3. Yeah, but you know, they've that's... got to buy that, that round anyway, so it doesn't really matter. It's kind yeah, of not, not a yeah. in or there. You know, if he plays, he probably only gets like 10 minutes or something, so he's not going to get rested. Yeah,
1: Yeah, they'd have to, you'd think they'd have to cop a belting or something weird would have to happen in game two for him to get considered for game
0: three. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Or maybe an injury. Yeah, yeah. Um, What are you thinking? What are you going to do? It's obviously not a season-long hold.
1: No, no. So, look, Turbo, I'm happy just to have him sit there and, do ridiculous things um, I was yeah I was thinking Pappenhausen probably be would end up as my fullback but yeah I'm just a, I'm, I'm just not sure um, I'll, I'll, I'll probably give him a couple of weeks so I don't know if I can bridge someone to him but probably not so yeah I don't, I don't know the, the Pappenhausen thing just blows me a bit so um,
0: yeah I yeah I think I agree. I'm probably going to both because of the break-even and because of that, you know, he hasn't been on the park much this year. Yeah, exactly. Probably yeah. want to see a couple of good games for him before I before I bring him back. Um,
1: but I mean, yeah, if he comes back and he looks fine and he's you know kicking goals and all that sort of stuff, then look, it's a, it's a no-brainer. But um, there's a lot of ifs in there.
0: So listen, listen to this, just to just to throw a cat amongst the pigeons. Yeah. From round 19 on, oh sorry, from round 20 onwards. Kalen Ponga plays the Raiders, the Broncos, the Sharks, the Bulldogs, the Titans, and the Broncos again.
1: Yeah. Mm. So Ponga, yeah, I don't know. Ponga, I I can't trust his fitness. I yeah, I
0: mean, yeah. he's had he's had a lot of injury problems as well. Yeah. Um,
1: like, if, if yeah, look, if we could get a guarantee, well, you know, I'm saying on that, and I've got Tommy Turbo there, who's probably the more, most injury-prone of them all, so... <laughs> It's, the hypocrisy is strong, and that's fine. Um, but,
0: I mean, at some point, you've got to take a punt, like if they're all
1: yeah, injured, exactly. Prone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, yeah, so that's the thing. I was literally thinking about it before, because Turbo, yeah, I'll just leave him. Um, but yeah, Gutherson, I, I don't want to hold. I just don't like him in general. Um, and then, yeah, Pavenhausen I would probably have as my preference, but... A bit iffy with his recovery and that sort of thing. Tedesco's there, Pong is there, and that sort of thing as well. So, look, I really want to give it a couple of weeks, but yeah, that's not going to be practical, practical given that in round 17, none of these guys are going to be playing. So, but
0: well, what about Reese Walsh?
1: Well, yeah, they're talking like play origin now, though.
0: That's true. There is talk he might play Origin, assuming he doesn't, because like there is no rush to trade out Gutherson, right? He's got the Bulldogs this week. No, exactly. So, you know, you probably hold him round sixteen as well, just to wait and see. But but Walsh will play round seventeen if he he doesn't play Origin. Yeah. And we talked about the Warriors having a very good draw. Yeah. Could you consider Walsh for the run home?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. It depends on price as well. I don't think, you know, we talked about Dane Laurie being a bit, you know. Lightweight and that sort of thing Reese Walsh is like Half the size of him so, <laughs> um, I, I don't know look, look it might work out I, I don't think I could take that list. That's a bit much for me
0: Yeah I agree I'm a coward but, uh, I don't have know. the track if, if I had another Four or five trades yeah. I would consider A short term play of Walsh Yeah Maybe for sort of Around 16, 17, 18 Or something like that Yeah But no no, there's no way I'm going to do that given, given where I'm at with trades.
1: Yeah. And look, it, it's it's weird saying, you know, this guy could play origin, but he could also, you know, the Warriors could sort of hold him back a little bit as well and just play him off the bench for a bit, which I know he was doing from the start and give RTS another run at fullback and all this sort of thing. So I don't know. There's just yeah. too much up in the air for me.
0: I was a bit surprised they didn't just throw him in at 5 8, given, yeah. given the injury to, um,
1: Chanel. Yeah, exactly. But
0: um, they've gone with Osullivan there, so we'll see. I guess I I wouldn't be as interested in interested in him at five eight, and and to be honest, I'm, I'm not really interested in him anyway. I just don't I don't think he's in that kind of no that top group. So you'd only be doing it for a very short term play.
1: Yeah, that that's the thing. Like the opportunity cost between you know him and the other fullbacks is yeah, you know, it's too much potential to just lose out massively there. Because the fullbacks are just such an, uh, an elite group. Yeah. Um. If you're not, if you know, if you don't have one of the guys that are on song, then yeah, you're in nowhere sort of thing. Well, if you don't have two of them, basically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Totally agree. All right. Well, I've basically run out of topics.
1: There you go. There you go. We, so part two, we just talk about tigers and that's <laughs> what
0: that sort right? of thing. Tigers' worst losses. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's, it's almost always round 25 or whatever when the Tigers are coming like eight and just need to like scrape a win to, to get into the eight, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like sold out Lockhart Oval, playing That's right. playing some other team who's in the same sort of boat and lose by 30, like 20 minutes at halftime.
0: Lose by 50, yeah. Oh, Bobby Farrow gets an injection that like half paralyzes him. Oh it. my
1: God. Honestly. <laughs> the amount of nonsense that we've had to go through, just in the last 10 years, like, let alone.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. We need more than an hour. Yeah. Okay, than an hour.
1: And we need. We need to get Paul us on as well.
0: Just to, yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: I think we'd need to like buy out a, a function room at a at the Three Weeds or something and just open bar for a couple of hours.
0: It's probably its own niche, like podcast kind of masochist topic.
1: Yeah, it really is.
0: You know, like, Tigers fans coming far and wide just to like unload, but, just to feel, just to feel again.
1: That's like we don't even get the like, you know, the office stick from people anymore. It's like you don't rock up on a Monday and say, "Hey, you, you boys got belted on the weekend," Like, no one even gives you that.
0: So they don't even care enough. No, like, it's, it's just like, so it's so like normalised. Yeah, so absolutely. they don't even bother.
1: Yeah. Yeah, oh the Tigers lost another heartbreaking game on the weekend. Yeah. Oh well. It's, yeah.
0: Yeah. it's true, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, no one even gives me crap anymore, which tells yeah. you how bad they're going.
1: That that's it's, and that is like apathy is much worse than you know, the alternative, so Yeah. Alright.
0: Well, uh good job on your first effort coming <laughs> on. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Hope you hope you enjoyed it.
1: I'm off to uh cry myself to sleep, so yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Take care.
0: See ya. Cheers.